This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, making the world healthier and greener one day at a time. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for joining me today. My guest is Spencer DeLille. He is the facilitator and director of the Art of Living Foundation. He is a spokesperson for World Culture Festival in 2023. He's also the vice president and faculty board member at T-Lex Institute. Thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure, Dr. Claudia. Looking forward to chatting with you. Well, I'm actually, I'm very looking Looking forward to this conversation as well. And I'm very curious about T-Lex Institute. What is that and how did you become involved in it? These days in the current climate that we live, you know, say, let's just take a look at leadership in corporations, organizations, government, you know, they're kind of in this situation where they're in a golden cage, right? Like they, they have to be these energizer bunnies that are, you know, have to be on all the time and have the creativity and innovation and just tackle any issue. And they're actually really not so allowed really to, to express any vulnerability or, or to share, uh, you know, what they're really going through. So it creates this really difficult environment where you've got lots and lots of leaders of companies and organizations and even in government burning out. Uh, but the minute they say anything, you know, their career they know is is over. And I think this is the case for a lot of the staff as well. You know, I mean, mental health is getting more of a, you know, kind of a space for people to express now. But where we come in is we teach these very powerful techniques that are based on uh, ancient uh, wisdom from yoga and meditation. Uh, we've been teaching for about 42 years, um, both with the general public and in corporations. And what we've seen is that these techniques, although they only take a, a little bit of time, they can actually help uh, alleviate some of that stress so that we can come back to that calm, centered, creative nature that we are, and we can have more energy and dynamism, maybe even if we didn't get all the sleep uh, that we need. And, and the nice thing too, is that there's about a hundred plus research studies just on our techniques alone uh, in the TLEX uh, uh, organization. It stands for uh, Transformational Leadership for Excellence. Everything you just said is absolutely what we've all experienced silently. We all silently struggle with some mental, and I say silent because I still believe that there's a little bit of a stigma. Nobody wants to admit that they are struggling with anxiety or, or depression or fear and all that. So I feel like, you know, ha having a place like TLEX and all the services and all the, you know, um, the different events that you host and the different places you can be, I think it'll be beneficial because you said something that's key to me and it doesn't take a lot of time. So once you've learned the tools, really, we can use those tools daily. And we're looking at what, what would you say, five, 10 minutes of practice to really change the dialogue with yourself? Well, we have techniques that really, it only takes a few seconds, actually. So these are techniques, you know, we call them micro moments, where you can do them like just while you're in a conversation. So say you're having a, a challenging conversation, you know, someone might be perhaps accusing you of something you didn't do. Uh, and, you know, you notice your anger and frustration uh, rising. You, you can do some of these techniques and no one will even know you're doing them. And, and what they do is, is they really create that space 
you know, between that stimulus or whoever is kind of pushing your buttons. So you can have a response, you know, rather than a reaction. And this space uh, is really, you know, it, it can it can be a response can be as fast as a reaction. But the response is coming from a place of centeredness, coming from a place of calm rather than an emotional reaction. The macro moments are are these techniques that do take a little bit of time. So maybe you end up investing, you know, say a half an hour, you know, in, in the beginning of your day. Um, you know, we think nothing of, 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 of dental hygiene, right? We brush our teeth a couple times a day, at least I hope. But but the mental hygiene, you know, we really haven't incorporated this. And, and that's the thing, you know, neither at home nor at school have we really learned how to manage our mind and emotions. And, you know, taking this this daily practice that we teach on our deeper dive programs, we can actually lower the baseline level of stress so that instead of starting up here and then someone triggering you and you going way up here, very uncontrollable and difficult to manage, what we do with these techniques is gradually that baseline level of stress, up, 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 it just comes down. And then maybe you're here and you go to here much more easy to manage. Some people say, hey, well, I don't know where I'll find half an hour during the day and 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 that's fair you know we all have busy lives but then you know it comes to a point where we have to ask ourselves okay well you know i'm giving so much to everyone my family my kids my work my clients and and one person is getting left out and that is a very important person and and it's really an investment because that's the thing you know a lot of the time i think you know we're wasting time and why is that our our mind is not in the present moment so, so something that might, should take you maybe, you know, an hour is taking two. Something that should take, you know, five minutes is taking 10 or 15 minutes. So when we do invest that half an hour, it pays, you know, multiple fold during the day. Why is that? Because the mind is more in the present moment. We can be more effective uh, and more creative. I really like that idea of starting, like having a baseline lower stress, because I feel that from the moment we wake up, many of us, and I sometimes included because I do have a busy life, um, we're already operating at a really high level of stress without having any stressful stimuli. It's just interesting how we're already like racing and we shouldn't be. So technically starting your day, you know, with a, maybe a half an hour of what we're going to talk about next, maybe breath work or meditation will really help to bring that stress level down so that if you do, if you are um, presented with a stressful thing, your body is going to react less dramatically. That's exactly right. Okay, there we go. So now I'm really excited to talk to you about breath work. And I've been really interested in learning more about it. I hear about it. But I have to be honest, I do not know a lot about it. So I'm excited to hear about how you utilize it. And uh, what are the benefits? And what is it? You might think, okay, well, I'm already an expert at breathing anyway, you know, I'm doing it every day. So, uh, but the interesting thing is that, you know, there are many secrets, you know, within the breath. I mean, one of the issues you really touched on it really well, I think is, you know, the nature, uh, of like of our stressed out mind and, and, and stress can be useful. I mean, we all know that as we grow closer to a deadline, we, we, we have to become more focused. I mean, this is just the way it is. So a certain amount of stress is really great because without it, you know, maybe we would be more lethargic and we would, you know, not have the same kind of vitality that we have, you know, with these goals and these challenges and pushing ourselves. But then, as you mentioned, you know, there's a there's a point where it's too much. 
and it gets to be kind of this, you know, toxic uh, stress. And, you know, for that reason, it, it's important to see how we can manage it. And the breath can be a very powerful tool. You know, if we just take a look at, you know, our own mind and you think about it, you know, when you're stressed out, maybe you're feeling overwhelmed, you know, is your mind really calm and still or is it kind of all over the place? Often it's all over the place and and our mind tends to vacillate, you know, between the future and the past. So if you're stressed out and you're overwhelmed and your mind is stuck in the future, you know, what would you say for you? you know, comes up in terms of like how you feel and the thoughts that go through your mind, the emotions that you feel when you're kind of stressed and overwhelmed and your mind stuck in the future. I'm constantly in that state, um, not not to this extreme level, but I'm always thinking like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get it done? Or what's going to happen if I don't? So this is like, you know, the characteristic of people and leaders that are really pushing themselves that have a lot of big responsibilities, right? You know, we get stuck in this kind of, you know, there's nothing wrong with a little bit of anxiety. It can, it can help us get excited. It can help us focus. But at the same time, sometimes that fear and overwhelm can be too much. Or the mind can get stuck in the past and we can, you know, reel in the regrets. You know, how many times have we, you know, made a mistake and that mistake revisits us like, you know, a thousand times in our mind, right? It only happened once, but somehow we torture ourselves, right, with this, with this regret. So we're kind of bouncing back and forth between this anxiety about the future, this regret, you know, about the past. And, you know, how can we come back to the present moment? Can we force ourselves to come back to the present moment? Well, I don't know, you know, have you ever tried to force yourself to go to sleep? I mean, at least for me, it doesn't really work so well, you know. Uh, so we have to find a way that's, you know, you can't solve the issues of the mind at the level of the mind, essentially. So how, how do we go beyond that? Well, we need a tool that's subtle enough to address the mind, but at the same time is tangible enough that we can actually use it. And that is where the breath uh, comes in. You know, you could say the breath is the link um, between the inner and outer world, you know, the inner world of, of silence and the outer world of activity. And the breath uh, also is connected to our emotions and our state of mind. Like, for instance, if you think about it, you know, when you're, you know, feeling down, you know, how do you breathe? <sighs> you know, that sigh comes out sometimes, right? So, or when you're feeling elated, you know, and you're feeling really happy, you know, how do you, it's like the in-breath never ends, you know, you just keep going. So we can see from our emotions how, how those are tied together, the breath and the emotions. And usually it's a one-way street. But at TLEX, what we do is we make that a one-way street. Or sorry, a two-way street, rather. So actually, not only are you able to observe that your emotions are expressed in your breath, but you can use your breath to help calm your mind and, and help you manage your emotions better so that your perception can be more ref refined. Your observation of yourself can be uh, more measured and more accurate, and your expression can be more uh, refined, uh, clear, and crisp. So is it almost like, you know, when you're very anxious about something, uh, is it almost like you start to hyperventilate and then somebody's saying to you, okay, just take deep breaths, slow it down. Is it really more about being aware of your breathing, of calming down the nervous system? Because really, I, I, anxiety and those 
panic attacks are really just an overstimulated nervous system that you're not able to control. So is it kind of like you're starting to hyperventilate, just be aware of your breathing and bring it down so that you can lower the blood pressure and, and be more focused. That's a great point you made, uh, Dr. Claudia, because awareness plays a big role, actually. There's a very uh, interesting uh, study out of the U.S. that observed uh, patients that were uh, essentially there was two groups. One group was asked to just become aware of their breath uh, and then they would see some kind of disturbing images. And um, there was another group that, that was asked um, essentially to think positively uh, before they see, saw these kind of disturbing uh, images. And what they saw was is that the group that became aware of their, their breath they responded much better. There was much less activity uh, in the amygdala, which they call is kind of the lizard brain, you know, that fight or flight, you know, kind of anxious panic, you know, state. And there was an increased activity uh, in the cerebral cortex. So that area of logical, uh, analytical thinking, uh, that area of uh, creative creativity as well and higher level thinking. So it's just as you said, you know, a simple awareness of the breath coming back to that, to, to observing our breath. And being aware of the situation also can can actually help uh, reduce that level level of stress, make it more manageable. However, uh, sometimes we need a little more. You know, we've gone through these different experiences in life, and you know, you can say, so to speak, with every one of these uh, difficult experiences, it may have may have been a breakup, or it may have been um, you know. Uh, getting uh, let go from work or could be a, a challenging relationships in our, in our family. We, we put on these colored glasses with each of those situations, you know, so to speak. And each of these different challenging situations, it's almost like we're putting on these different colored glasses. So much so that in the present moment now, when we look at a, a situation or when we experience something, when we have an interaction with someone, we're seeing through these lenses and almost like it becomes like Quasimodo, you know, kind of almost where are you really seeing things the way they are? So the deeper dive techniques, such as uh, in the general public course, we have the Art of Living uh, Part 1 course where we teach Sudarshan Kriya or Sky Breath Meditation. And then in the TLEX program for the corporates, we have uh, the Sky Immersion uh, where we teach this Sky Breath Meditation. And what this is, is, is this kind of half an hour practice where we do some preliminary breathing techniques to calm and settle the mind, also to increase the energy. And then we do the main technique, uh, Sky Breath Meditation, which is a rhythmic breathing technique uh, that actually helps uh, really let go of this trauma uh, and these deeper seated stresses and negative impressions from the past. So we can just be fully present. Uh, in fact, it, it de-links um, that, that linkage between the emotion and the memory. So the memory, of course, is still there, but that, you know, that stuckness in that memory, that, that charged emotion that we may have felt before uh, is no longer there. So really, essentially what it does is it, it frees us from the past so we can be completely present. Well, I think the key point that I took from all that, many of them, but one of them is I have to be living more in the moment. When we come back, Spencer and World Culture Festival. This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Connect with us on Twitter at 105.9 The Region or call 416-335-1059 or email info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region.
The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. Before the break, Spencer described the benefits of breath work. I finally understand it, and I'm really going to focus on that as a daily practice. But you also spoke of your work at The Art of Living, the difference between T-Lex and The Art of Living. So T-Lex is more programs for high-level entrepreneurs, I gather, and then The Art of Living is just helping us live um, daily and understand that we cannot focus on the past. And as I tell my kids, we don't look behind us because we're not going in that direction. We always go forward, right? <laughs> so you're such a busy person and you have so much going on. So let's focus a little bit on what we talked about before. So the art of living and some of the work that you're doing there. You also mentioned the sky. There was something you mentioned prior to the break. Breath meditation. That's right. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about that because that sounded really interesting. And then we can move on to the World Culture Festival. Sky breath meditation. Meditation or Sudarshan Kriya is the name from Sanskrit. So this comes from that kind of yoga and meditation uh, background. Uh, it comes originally from uh, India or Bharat as it's called now. And this technique is very interesting because, you know, there are a lot of ways of getting rid of stress and coming back to your center. All Many of these ways, they have uh, a lot of validity. You know, and in some ways, you know, you might, you kind of, uh, it's almost like you go back into the trash can and you don't go rummaging through the garbage. You tie it up and you throw it out on the corner and it's done. And I think that is one of the nice, uh, one of the nice aspects about our, our practice, the sky breath meditation, is that it really gives you a self agency as well, you know, so you're not. Um, you know, particularly, uh, you know, depending on, on someone else, you know, you can do this practice kind of when you want uh, uh, and, and you can do it when you need it most, or you can even incorporate it as a daily practice. So this Sudarshan Kriya, Sky Breath Meditation is, is the uh, name we use. Su means proper, Darshan means vision, and Kriya is a purifying action. So it works in two ways. In, in one way, it, like I was saying, it kind of clears off and, and takes off all those glasses that are clouding, uh, all those colored glasses that are clouding our vision so that we can see things clearly and we can experience things kind of as they are. So that's kind of the outer expression. The inner expression is that it connects us with that, with that really peace and um, that, that, is within, that is within us all. So Spencer, when it comes to doing the sky breath work meditation, is it something that we should be practicing every day or is it something that we can utilize only when we're feeling stressed? Yeah, that's a great uh, question, Dr. Claudia. And, uh, and really you can use it either way. So you can practice it, you know, just, you know, before those, you know, big meetings or you have, uh, you know, some, some kind of very stressful, you've been having a very stressful day or a difficult time in your life. But really the, where we can get the most sustainable benefit is if we can create like a daily practice where we fit this into our, into our schedule. And I can tell you that, you know, just from uh, the past 20 years, I've been doing this technique. I, I learned it from the founder, actually directly, uh, Gurudev uh, Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. And uh, he cognized this technique about, about 42 years ago. And and I can tell you from doing this every day, you know, my level, my baseline level of stress is much, much lower than it was in the past, much more creative. I'm handling, you know, so much more than I thought was even possible before I learned this technique. And, you know, having, um, 
you know, this daily time for myself uh, really sets myself up to really lead my day and kind of dictate, you know, how I would like things to go. And at the same time, be flexible and open for the changes that take place. And, you know, some of you might be saying, like, there's no way I can fit another half an hour into my day. Well, that's okay. In, in those days that are more busy, you know, you can just do these other techniques that only take a few minutes or even a few seconds that we teach on the program. Um, and, and maybe even just reflecting and, and sharing with the family that, hey, you know, dad or mom, in order to, you know, serve you fully, you know, kids, you know, we need this time for ourselves. And I think that's the thing is that often uh, we, we leave ourselves to the last and uh, we, we don't really get an opportunity to, to take this time for ourselves. And yeah, if we really want to serve others, we need to, we can't serve others from an empty bowl, right? We need to you know, kind of fill up our, our bowl and our cup and so that we can give to others. It's important. Well, I think that's the key point is that if we are doing things to help our stress levels and how we cope with different stresses, then we can function better in families, in relationships, at work with our colleagues and our peers. And I think that's the key point is that if we're uh, functioning optimally, then everything around us functions equally optimally. And I think that's you know, that's, that's where I'm at. And that's what I'm hoping to gain out of chatting with you. But I wanted to ask you about the World Culture Festival. You are some, this is something that you're also involved in. It sounds really fascinating. And just the name of it is, is enticing. So tell me a little bit about that, what it is, and how did you become involved in it? For sure. So, um, well, the art of living, it started with the art of living, you know, 42 years ago. Um, there was a, a meditation, you know, you could say wisdom prodigy from India. His name is Guru Dev Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. And he, he started this organization, The Art of Living, and really um, just on his own. And, and now it's grown into an organization that's touched the lives of over 500 million people across the world in 180 countries. And the, the vision of this organization is to create a stress-free, violence-free world. So we've got, we've got our, our, our work cut out for us. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think it's, yeah, it's no question that you know, in society today, we can see how across the world, really, you know, there's so much more division and, you know, a lot of polarization. And, you know, we just thought that, you know, I think everyone is longing, you know, for a little less stress, a little more connection, you know, and, 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 and a moment where we can all come together and, and not be so isolated. And so that is the, the impetus for the World Culture Festival. Uh, it's put on by the Art of Living and it's our fourth edition. So we did one in, uh, we've done two of them in India and we did one in, in Berlin, Germany. And the last one we had almost 4 million people attend and we're, we're now doing the, the fourth edition. It's the first time in North America, first time in the United States. We're doing it right here in Washington, D.C. I've been here for the, living here for the past few months, uh, helping with the team to set everything up, uh, meeting with congressional uh, members and uh, different dignitaries, and then just doing a lot of kind of outreach for the general public here. And we're holding it on the National Mall where we have the entire mall. So from the Capitol building all the way to the Washington Monument. And it's really just a monumental uh, historic event. You know, we, we're, we're, I think we're just about to surpass 600,000 registered participants. So we're, there's going to be wow. a massive celebration. And that's the idea. I mean, we really feel that, you know, why should we just tolerate 
our differences when we can celebrate them. You know, these are the, this is the richness of life is these beautiful, you know, variety of cultures. And we may not agree on, on all the issues in our life, but at least we can come together and, and enjoy good music and, you know, performances and, and, and eat delicious food. We have over 85 food trucks that are, that are going to be there wow. around <laughs> the world. So, you know, we kind of have something for everybody, you know, from, you know, the, the, the thousand um, dancers and singers and, and these huge dragons that are, that are going to be on the mall from the Chinese group to uh, we have 200 uh, instrumental instrumentalist singers and performers from the continent of uh, Africa. Uh, we have 5,000 performers from India with uh, about 50 different uh, instruments, the veena and uh, the sitar and these different tabla drums. Uh, we have, um, we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Uh, so many of those, uh, Curtis Blow, Grandmaster Flash, uh, Naughty by Nature, um, <laughs> Black Eyed Peas are gonna be there. So it's going to be a massive celebration. And we'll have, of course, speakers from around the world, inspiring speakers. Um, ban ki-moon is the uh is the, the head of our our um, reception committee and then of course uh guru dev sri sri himself this you know ambassador of peace master of meditation he'll be leading a global meditation for the almost million people in person that we expect as well as um as well as the the kind of tens of millions uh, that we expect to come from online and, and TV coverage. Wow. And, and the event's going to be taking place Friday night, this Friday night, uh, 6 p.m. to uh, uh, 9.30. And then we have uh, an event the same time in the evening on Saturday night. And we have kind of fun for the whole family during the day. So there's going to be all kinds of uh, activities for kids, uh, kids of all ages, so to speak, and, and real younger kids. Uh, we're going to have the food going. We're going to have different cultural expositions. A um, lot of fun to be had during the day, but the main event is Friday night, Saturday night, and then Sunday morning. And uh, yeah, we're just looking forward to to welcoming the world. You know, a new expression of WWW, like Washington welcomes the world. That's the idea. <laughs> It sounds amazing. And um, I think that you guys are on to some really great work. And if we could have less stress and zero crime in this amazing world that we live in, I think you guys will have accomplished your goal. Um, I can't thank you enough for joining me today. So if listeners want to learn more about you, about the art of living, about TLEX, how and where can they do that? Sure. So uh, Transformational Leadership for Excellence Institute, we have a website. So it's uh, just TLE. Uh, X uh, Institute, I-N-S-T-I-T-U-T-E dot com. So you can just go to that website and you can learn more about the programs. And uh, yeah, we would love to uh, have a discussion and meet with you. And uh, in terms of Art of Living for our general public programs, pretty easy as well. It's just artofliving.org. So A-R-T-O-F-L-I-V-I-N-G dot O-R-G. And then for our institutional programs with first responders, with veterans, with the military, uh, uh, in prisons and in schools as well. We do programming for uh, primary school, uh, high school, as well as universities. You can go to iahv.org. Uh, and if you're in Canada, like many of us are, uh, iahv.ca. Um, so there you go. That's a, and, and also, if you'd like to register for the uh, World Culture Festival, you go to wcf.artofliving.org. So hopefully we see you there. And if not, it's live stream. So uh, 
check us out. You can always find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Machiella or my website, ClaudiaMachiella.com. That's my show for this week. If you missed it, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Spotify, Google, Amazon, and of course, Audible. I'm Dr. Claudia. Thank you for listening. I hope this helps you live your best life. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you. 